This book overview is going to be about the book, The Bible is Astrology, by Bishop Shema Womack L. And it's actually the second book that he had written on astrology. The first one, uh, God is Astrology, and then this one, The Bible is Astrology, which I take is, is it's a definitely a, a simpler book to go through. It's more of giving the foundations or um, the basis for why astrology is uh, important. It's been used throughout the, the Word of God. Um, however, it is, for the most part, been demonized in the church. And it's more of an introductory for those who are, I would say, a little more skeptical about astrology as a whole. However, let's go over uh, to some of the notes that I took from the book again, The Bible is Astrology. And it starts off by talking about that years ago, <clears throat> uh, the elite, only the elite of society were able to take the uh, teachings on astrology. It was actually astronomy. And it was part of the liberal arts study. So it was information that was only available for the the very elite and it's funny how um, the common people weren't privy to it years ago and because now uh, it's been demonized again the common people aren't privy to it or don't have access to it and it's it's uh, such a important and um, I say revelatory uh, science that teaches us so much and prepares us for this journey of life that we're all on. So, years ago, it was called astronomy, and the elite were able to take it. Now, the Christian church has a problem with astrology in that they say, one, they say that it is fatalistic, meaning that it is against free will. When you think of it that, you know, astrology is quote-unquote predicting that this is going to happen or you know this is how you are and it's against free will however it is all about free will as it is presented in the book he says it's all about free will if you choose to have astrology work for you then it will but if you choose otherwise then it's not it's not going to work so basically, you know, astrology and even the, the part that I've been looking at to and studying and so forth is more about finding out who we are, not as far as the future, but who we are. Because who we are, uh, you know, the decision that we make today is what's going to um, really give us the future that we're going to have. So if we understand who we are and even some of the strengths, some of the weaknesses um, that we have based upon the, the science of astrology, then it is something that will help us to make even some better choices, better decisions going forward. So even in regards to this discussion of free will, you know, if, if you choose to have astrology work for you, so if you choose to get involved in the study, if you choose to learn about uh, what astrology might say or how, how <coughs> astrology might um, help you in your journey, then it'll work for you. However, if you choose to totally ignore it and act like it doesn't exist, then once again, it's not going to work for you. All right. So hopefully you make the decision to 
to let it work for you. It's, it's a tool. All right. The Bible speaks several times about astrology. That God even created the stars and the lights and said, he said, this is back in Genesis, let it be for signs and for seasons. So signs and seasons. They found Christ because of astrology. Remember the wise men? They looked up and they saw his star. That's astrology. So, in addition, much Christian symbolism is also taken from astrology. Maybe you don't realize it, but a lot of the symbolism that we use in Christianity is taken from astrology. You have the, the fish, <coughs> which is, uh, we see it, I see a lot on uh, the back of people's cars, on the bumpers or what have you. Um, that's the sign of the Pisces. And then also the circle around the cross as well too, which is another astrological uh, sign or symbol. But it's used oftentimes Christianity. So one of the arguments, and this is one of the ones I would say is um, just to me one of the reasons why astrology shouldn't be disputed is about the moon. And we know for a fact that the moon has an influence over the water. So when the moon is in certain positions, then the waters, the seas, they respond differently. They react differently. And when we consider that our bodies are anywhere around 75% water, then we should also realize that somehow or another, even though we might not see it, it is influencing us. Just like right now, I'm, I'm sitting in a, in a park. I don't have any water around me. I don't see how the moon influences the, the nearest body of water, maybe the Atlantic Ocean or what have you. However, it certainly is because of the phase of the moon. So it's just because we don't see it even within our bodies, how the moon is affecting the water within our body, that doesn't mean that it's not affecting it. It certainly is. All right, and there's also that was just with the moon. Uh, one thing that's very popular right now that people are talking about, as far as getting our immune systems up and um, getting vitamin D, and usually they're talking about getting it uh, the uh, inorganic way through some kind of a, a supplement. However, God gave us vitamin D, and if you don't notice already, vitamin D is a natural. Ill, Ill, naturally come from you being in the presence of the sun. Alright? So being in the presence of the sun. And just as a side note, um, one thing I was reading before said it's, it's advised to get at least 15 minutes of sunlight each day. And that's even through the wintertime as well too. So in the summertime, in the wintertime, it's just getting outside, being exposed to the sunlight, and one thing I read before, and I haven't fully figured, you know, um, did the research on it, but the sunlight is not necessarily for your skin, but it's really, it comes through your eyes. So being able to see the sun. I'm not saying to look up into the, at the sun, but just look towards even a window where the sun might be coming through and just be in that position where the sun is uh, shining into your eyes. So 15 minutes. All right, so vitamin D is, an, is something that your body will naturally have when you have exposure to the sun. So this is just another evidence of how not just the moon affects us, but even how the sun affects us. Now, if the sun and the moon affects us, then who says, or why, why can you 
um, argue that maybe the other planets don't affect us. Like you have uh, Venus, Mars, Neptune, all these other planets, Pluto. All right, because evidence is already there from just the moon and the sun. So <clears throat> we're influenced by the planets and the positions of them, just like how the moon, the position of the moon, it affects the way the water is. So the, the planets, the position of the planets affects us. In the, the book, the Bible's astrology, because he's, he's using a lot of uh, re relating to the word of God, to the Bible. But he said the 12 astrological signs can even correlate to the 12 tribes of Israel. And I didn't write in my notes, but I remember him putting even some of the descriptions. Because we see in Genesis, at the end of Genesis, where um, Jacob is talking to the 12 tribes you know, on, on, as he's about to make his departure. And he's, he's speaking to each of them and giving some about their characteristics and how the, those even correspond to the 12 astrological signs, which I thought was fascinating because I didn't realize that at all. All right? So... He goes on and now the explanation of how it works, uh, how astro astrology works, but where you have a chart. <clears throat> there's different types of chart, but we, um, the, the, there's different charts in astrology, but the charts are basically like clocks. So they show the times and positions correlating to the influence of each planet. So when you have a chart done, it's showing you at this particular time, what was the influence that was coming on from the different planets? What position were they at? You know, what time and position was it at? Because then that would denote even the influence of that planet during that specific time. And even the location. So I, that's another thing that's used as well, too. So the location here where I'm in New Jersey is going to be different than the location someone in um, Britain. Or in Jamaica. So it depends upon your location. It, because now your location, like for instance right now, it's just actually uh, doing some business with someone in another country. Um, it was midnight where they were at. Whereas for me right now, I think it's close to around 2.30, uh, 2.45. So the time and the location is what is referenced on the charts. <clears throat> so he also goes into... Just some of the general benefits of astrology. And again, like I said, the Bible is astrology. It's booked by uh, Bishop Shemar Womack. It's more of a, a general, uh, getting someone to see the benefits and to a, a, accept astrology. It's not going into, um, you know, how to, how to read the chart or, you know, what the individual things are. Uh, you can look at that more for, uh, more into the, his, his other book, The God is Astrology. But here, he talks about the benefits of astrology. One... It's a guide to help you discover things about yourself, like your purpose, okay? It's a guide. It helps you discover things about yourself, like your purpose. Knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, knowing how the plans to influence you at the time of your birth can help to guide you towards what is your purpose. What, what purpose does the Creator have in store for you? Because these influences are giving you certain traits or certain uh, strengths. And that's indicating what your purpose is. He, he equips everything with the ability to fulfill its purpose. You know, if you think about the butterfly. He's given the butterfly 
what it needs to fulfill the purpose of the butterfly, the bumblebee. He gives the bumblebee what it needs to fulfill its purpose. It has a little hairy um, body to help to pollinate, right? It has the wings, which scientists still can't figure out or understand how the wings are actually able to uh, sustain the weight of the bumblebee. However, it gives it the wings. So <clears throat> it gives it the ability to even where it makes honey and so forth. All right, so everything, all of creation is equipped with the tools to fulfill its purpose. Same thing with us, is that we come into this world equipped with the tools to fulfill our purpose. So by using astrology to find out even the strengths that we have and the weaknesses, it helps to indicate to us what really is our purpose. All right, so that was the first one. The second one, it helps to reveal weaknesses and strengths. It helps to reveal your weaknesses and strengths based upon, remember we talked about the planetary uh, locations and the amount of influence that they'll have on you and me. So he gives a, a suggestion here, which I totally, totally agree with, is that when you find about your weaks and your weaknesses and your strengths, you don't ignore your weaknesses. It's good to know these, as you know this is a weakness. However, you should really focus on your strengths to help to develop your strengths, help to build your strengths up to the best, to, to make them even that much stronger. Because these are the these are the areas that you're you're being pointed to as the things that you're you actually um, naturally maybe good at. So focus on those areas so that you can become even more proficient and be even better and fulfill your purpose even that much better. So focus on your strengths for maximum effectiveness. So now another uh, benefit of astrology, it says aids to making important decisions. Aid to making important decisions. So we can learn through the science of astrology about ourselves and it helps us to make important decisions in life so that's how astrology is useful for I would say even for future it's useful for future by helping us right now to be a better version of ourselves to have more tools right now to be better for the future so it aids in making important decisions and then also the last point that I have written down here, as far as the benefit of astrology, it's in forming positive relationships. So it helps us to form positive relationships by knowing about yourself, even knowing about your, your strengths, your weaknesses, and then even about uh, someone you're looking to get into a relationship with. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, an a intimate relationship in that sense but just even a business relationship by knowing those qualities those characteristics it helps us to form and strengthen positive relationships and i would say even this that it's not that the relationships have to automatically be in sync together but once you start to know what is the strength what is the weakness what are things to watch out for what are things we should look for uh, look out for then it can help in any relationship to be better. All right, and he he gave a couple of examples. I, um, you know, there's some scriptures that people will use from the Bible uh, that are apparently talking about astrology, 
However, he goes in depth and in detail about those scriptures because oftentimes those scriptures are taken out of context. And this is something that we have to be so careful of as we're reading the Word of God, that we read it fully it's in, in its entirety. We can't just take one portion of it and think that we got the whole story just from this one portion. We have to look at the scripture, examine what is before and what's after. Consider who's speaking. That's an important. Who is speaking? During what time were they speaking? Because all this stuff goes into how we can uh, accurately interpret the scripture. What time were they speaking? Who were they speaking to? What was going on? What was the conditions that was going on? Why they were saying this thing? All right? And then also, what does God say about the matter as well, too? It's another thing definitely to consider as we read the scripture. Because maybe even in, in there's instances where, you know, one chapter, someone can be speaking, but then another chapter, we hear what God says about the situation as well, too. So, you know, do, do, do more research than just looking at scripture and saying, okay, this is speaking against astrology. And look to see what the real intent of that scripture is about. All right, so... Astrology is only for signs. It's not to be worshipped. We don't worship astrology. We only use it as a tool for signs to give us clues as we go throughout life. Like biology, you know, biology is important science for, for people to know, for the, for the medical doctors to use, biology. And then chemistry as well. God gave us these tools and sciences for a better life. So if you're not against biology, if you're not against chemistry, or any of these sciences, there's really no reason to be against astrology. I encourage you to use it as a tool to make for better life right now.